Yo, what's up? Welcome to episode eight of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton, and joining me today, as always, is part-time singer, part-time rapper, and all-round great bloke, Woody V. Woody, how's it going, mate? Really good, Rob. Always good to chop it up with you every week, man. It's, it's good to be back for another episode. Great to have you, mate. And um, look, we've got a very special guest on the show today. Um, this guy is the host of the NBL Pocket Podcast, and I'd like to give a very warm welcome to Joseph Kaur. Guys, pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Great to have you, mate. I know we've been looking forward to, to do this for a couple of weeks now. So, yeah, really good to have you on board. Um, yeah, we've got a great show uh, ahead of us today. We've got some good stuff to sort of go through. Um, now, Woody, I believe that you and Joseph may be having a little, little bit of a bromance going on at the moment. What's going on there? Uh, we do. We do. I mean, that's my guy, JC, over there, man. So, JC, maybe you want to tell the uh, audience a little bit about how we linked up and uh, uh, maybe a little bit about our extracurricular activities. Not too much, though, right? <laughs> well, Woody reached out to me. You know, Woody's a very personal guy. For anyone just listening hasn't met him, um, it was a cocktail of um, scallops, red wine, white wine, uh, Darling Harbour. It, it, it came together in all, and a sunset actually, and it all came together and it wrapped up at about four or five in the morning. A lot of fun. You know, you don't go into this thinking NBL podcasters are going to be a heck of a lot of fun, but let me tell you this, that was a lot of fun. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Woody does tend to sort of, you know, end up sort of making a, a close mate about, out of anyone when they sort of first meet and go out. So I'm not surprised there, Joseph. So uh, good, good work, boys. I like hearing the story there. So, all right, look, just before we sort of get into it a bit more, um, just a reminder, obviously, to, you know, follow the, the show on YouTube and just, you know, if you want to listen to the audio podcast, it's just available on all the podcast channels there. Um, please make sure you hit subscribe on those. Um, and, yeah, we really appreciate sort of um, all the feedback and everything that's been coming in over the last few weeks. And, um, yeah, we're sort of really excited to sort of keep doing this every week. Um, all right, so Joseph, um, not sure if you know, but you know, pretty much there is a rule that anyone that comes on the show does have to wear a jersey. So I know there was maybe you weren't sure if you were able to have a jersey, but have you got anything sort of cool to show us off this week? I got two things. I don't own any merchandise. I actually kind of make an effort not to. Uh, I've only got a few colours that look good, but I do have a couple of things actually. Um, this first one, this is a, I think it's a jersey. This is um, this is the Kilkenny. GAA, the Gaelic Athletic Association of Ireland. Uh, that's their hurling cool. team, which is like cricket. It's the fastest game on grass. Uh, I did a bit of work for the GAA long ago. And uh, Kilkenny are like the number one. They're like the Perth Wildcats. So um, hurling, they always win. But the second thing I've got that's more in line with this podcast and basketball and that, I've shown this to the man himself. I've got this. This is an Andrew Gay's bobblehead. Hope you can see oh, that. Very good. When he was at the Kings. So this is... I know that I think either last week or the week before you guys had Tigers jerseys on. One of you was Gaze, one was Copeland. So I want to talk about Gaze as a um, as a player, but certainly as a coach. <laughs> you guys saw him coached. What did I got here? My notes here. He's got a record of forty-two and forty-two. So you know, fifty-fifty. Can't in there, but as good as he was as a player, I dare say he was as bad as a coach. I was not impressed by him as the coach. Funky, running the shuffle, funky lineups. Um, yeah, 
yeah, that's that's my impression of Gazer. It's funny, isn't it, mate? Sometimes those players that are sort of the you know the genuine greats or the superstars of the game, they don't always sort of translate to, to sort of being that you know great head coach, do they? I mean, they might be better suited at you know managing roles or scouting type roles, but they don't always make sort of you know the best the best coaches. But hey, I'm a massive Andrew Gaze homer, so I'm, oh, I'm never going to say anything bad about the man. But no, no, fair point anyway. But no, all good, mate. And um, all right, we might go on to you next, Woody. I can see you wearing a jersey there, and I'm trying to guess what it is, and I can't quite quite pick it there. So. Um, let's show everyone what you got today. Yeah, sure thing, Robbie. Oh, nice. So for the people that are just listening on the podcast, it's a New York Knicks number 17, Jeremy Lin jersey. So that's an absolute classity there, classic there from the Lin Sanity sort of era when Jeremy Lin was with the Knicks. That's a nice one there, Woods. Yeah, thanks, Robbie. As you said, Lin Sanity, you know. And, you know, with the distinct Chinese and Asian influence coming into the NBL this year, mm-hmm. I thought it would be only fitting to wear the jersey of one of the most influ- influential players of all time to his community. You know, um, Jeremy, Jeremy Lin will always be remembered in popular culture and folklore for changing the trend. You know, Ivy League educated Harvard, you know, he's a pioneer in paving the way for young Asian American kids wanting to break the trend and, and, and potentially making it into the NBA one day. Um, and, you know, while also getting a good education, you know, in, in Asian culture, and I'm Indian in our culture, you know, parents are always talking about getting a good education and studying. He was able to do that as well as, you know, fulfill his ambitions to 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 make it pro, uh, professional in basketball. So it's, um, you know, and that, as you said, that run he went on for the Knicks about a decade ago, decade ago, saw these jerseys fly off the shelf, mm-hmm. like all over the world, you know, myself included. And, and it's a very iconic jersey uh, for me to be wearing. Uh, and look, he's currently plying his trade for the, Beijing Ducks in the CBA and at 33 he's not given up hope of another shot at the NBA in fact you know I know a lot of NBA teams that could do worse than take a flyer on Jeremy Lin right now right absolutely right I can still picture Mike Breen yelling out a bit of a bang after he got that sort of game winner against Toronto Um, I did have a little Jeremy Lin thing in the room that's not too far at Hamwood so I'll just try and show you that if I can all right, so just matching what you've got there with the jersey. That's a, a pretty random sort of one. So you can imagine how much merchandise and other stuff they would have done right after after that all Absolutely. happened. So, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. No, good stuff, mate. I like that one. So, look, I guess I'll just sort of show off what I'm wearing today. Um, look, you can probably see um, what's hanging in the background. It's a Damien Martin Perth Wildcats jersey. Um, I'm also rocking another Damo jersey. It's a Heritage jersey, jersey from a few years ago. So I'll just show you that one now anyway. And as... Uh... Robbie mentioned classic Damien Martin heritage version jersey, one of Robbie's all-time favorite players and one of the greatest defensive players to ever ever play in the NBL, if not the greatest. You know, we had say, this not, argument. Not one of, yeah, not one of. Yeah, you know, him and Darnell Meads, it's there between the two of them. We've had this chat before, right? Well, yeah. The trophy's only named after one of them, and that's right, Damo. Right, so, right, right, right. So, look, I, I guess just a little bit on Damo. Um, look, just an absolute legend of the NBL. I, I think he's one of those players that even if he wasn't, you know, if you weren't a Perth Wildcats fan, you would have enjoyed watching Damo. He really made the most out of all of his abilities there. And, look, he, he's one of the greatest um, defenders, especially for a guard that I've probably seen in all my time um, watching basketball so he was a six-time defensive player of the year which for a point guard again is just incredible there Um, a six-time champ he also had a grand final MVP in 2016 Um, and and look just as I said an absolute legend he sort of had time with the boomers and everything as well Um, look I was lucky enough to meet Moto a few times over the years and and look just an absolute champion bloke you know he couldn't have been any more friendly as you'd probably expect you can probably kind of tell he's a little bit like that so yeah so for me for me Moto there I I do sort of miss having him at the Wildcats it's obviously just that new era and this will be the, the second season without him now but 
yeah, he's, he's always sort of remained an absolute legend in the Wildcats books anyway. So, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, what you, I know you're sort of a bit of a fan of Marto as well, Woods, from those, um, I, those I am. days. And I know you have met him a few times. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, you know, coming to those West Sydney Razorback games before he was a Perth Wildcat, yeah, right. um, seeing him in Randwick. We, we used to see him around Randwick all the time, you know, and um, I had, had a chat to him at the games back then. He was young. Uh, never would I have thought, you know, that that horrific injury we saw yep. um, down at that Qdos Bank Arena after the um, exhibition game with the uh, And One mixtape guys. They had a, a, a double header that day, the And One guys and the Razorbacks playing against the Gold, Gold Coast Blaze. Yep. And that injury he went down with was horrific. And, you know, coming back from that was hard enough. But then to, to forge the career he did, Hall of Famer, he will be. Um, just brilliant. And just to say, you've actually posted a nice photo recently on Twitter of yourself and Demo together. That's right. You? Yeah, check out the Twitter page. That was from that um, NBL Blitz that I mentioned on last week's episode when they played in, in Sydney, um, the, the James Ennis year. So, you know, sort of going back a little bit now. But, yeah, that was definitely a good sort of memory there. So, uh, good stuff, Woods. So, all right, I guess just before we sort of go on a little bit more, I'll just give you a little bit um, just confirming what we're sort of be covering in this episode. So, look, we're going to go straight on to having a bit of a chat with Joseph there. I'm really sort of interested and looking forward to hear what he's got to say there. We're going to make a few MDL predictions at the end of that as well. So stay tuned for that. We'll see see what those predictions are like. Um, we've got a viewer question after that, which um, is a very good one as well. Um, we've got the classic packs, you know, Woody's favourite segment where we open the cards. And Woods, it's back this week, mate. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oops. Um, it's back this week, Hawks Talk. So a few people were like, what's going on last week? No Hawks Talk. But, yeah, we're back this week. All right. Definitely. So, look, we might get um, just straight into it there. So, look, Joe, uh, Joseph, just wanted to sort of, yeah, get into it sort of straight away and just see if you can sort of maybe tell us a little bit about yourself um, and sort of when and how you sort of, you know, developed a, a love for the game of basketball. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I, I guess I will start with everything. I work at a company called Stats Perform, which is a uh, news as well as uh, sports analytics company that does you know, every code from AFL, but predominantly the um, English Premier League. And the cricket of late, um, did all the T20 World Cup. That was good. Um, so I work for them, but I'm in the news division. So you might hear my stuff on Sydney Morning Herald, The Age, Brisbane Times, Fairfax, News Corp stuff. So it gets picked up over the internet. Typically, it'll be a VO with my voiceover on top of it. Um, do a bit of NBA, bit of NBL this season. Like Delta Dover's games have been picked up, so we'll cover them. Um, it's funny you say love of basketball. Man, I'm not so sure I love it. <laughs> I know you're not expecting that answer, but... I, I definitely like it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking about this just today. Um, you know, I only love things that love me back. And I don't know if basketball is a sport that in Australia does that. And maybe you guys probably have a different feeling, but um, I just think there's bigger codes. But uh, I like it. It's a really good game. Um, it's fun to pull apart and dissect. Like, I like it from that standpoint of trying to work out how it, how it works, how it operates, a little bit of human interest story. And it's got all that. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, love is a strong word. I only love two things. Um, no, it's a, it's a fair call. I like it. It's and, a bit uh, sort of an honest one as well. Like... <laughs> what what um, order are you putting those in? Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. Uh, oh, alcohol first. Well, I find that I love alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I spend the most time with that. I know, I know, Joe. I know. I know, Joe. I know, I know. 
<laughs> Good stuff, mate. And look, I just wanted to sort of ask a little bit about the, the MBL Pocket podcast as well there, Joseph. So I know you guys have sure. been, it's nearly been going for about three years now, right? Um, so I guess just firstly, mm-hmm. sort of congratulations on this. I know it's something that Woody and I have always sort of enjoyed and sort of listened to there. Yeah, just wanted to sort of find out a little bit about, you know, how that beca- uh, came about. And also, I guess, sort of, you know, how you sort of, you know, met uh, Andrew Canyon, who's the, the co-host of the podcast. And yeah, just a little bit of information about that. So I did it for, uh, started for two reasons. One was to work on voiceover skills for my job and do it in an easy way, but come out with a product at the end of it. And then the MBL looked kind of undernourished at that time. There was only a couple of podcasts. So I thought, okay, you know, good market, should be an audience for it and go for there. As far as Andrew goes, Andrew's been doing the podcast as, as co-host for about a year and a half. Um, I went on Andrew's podcast, Keep Practicing, where he interviews like his brothers on there. It's a nice little podcast. And, uh, you know, he's a longtime fan, but also Andrew's got something to say. You know, he's really good at what he does and our schedules lined up. So it was simple enough that um, that he would come on. Nice. And I heard you mention on the podcast last week there, Joseph, that you, know, you guys almost look a little bit similar as well there. So I don't know whether that was maybe an attraction there, but yeah, yeah I thought that was quite funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've also got to mention that, you know, listening to the NBL Pocket Podcast myself, you know, you were able to give us news about the NBL in a in a precise way. And, you know, it was really good to listen to. And you said on one of your episodes, Joe, um, look, every team needs a podcast or the NBL needs a little bit more coverage. So if you're thinking about getting a podcast out there, you should do it. And, you know, that rung loudly in my ear. And I've told you this before. So thanks for saying that, because, you know, we wouldn't be here right now if I potentially you didn't you didn't say that and i had that you know subconsciously in my head what you said so um you, you've done a great job and i've really enjoyed the podcast over the I last few it. years man yeah cool cool all right now i appreciate that mate and and look i just just uh, obviously the nbl blitz is going on at the moment so i thought we'd obviously just sort of cover that a little bit there boys and just sort of sure. i just wanted to sort of see what you guys have sort of thought about the game so far but obviously we're sort of just into about a week of it so far but has there been any standouts or surprises for either of you so far you go Woody. Yeah, look, I mean, in terms of that, Robbie, I mean, definitely Tasmania is going to be better than we thought. You know, that's one thing that I've noticed, right? That that import trio of Adams, Majet, and, you know, I told you, the under the radar, Mikhail McIntosh, you know, are, are very good. We saw what Cairns did with DJ Newbull, Cam Oliver, Scott Machado a couple of years back, Rob. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you get three quality imports, uh, you know, in, in this league and, and a good ne- next star, they got, you know, Mihailovsky, the Russian, and then some decent Australian talent. You can be competitive in the league. I know we had them as the wooden spoon, but uh, I just, I just watched in preseason lately. And I think that they they're going to be a little better than, better than people think, man. Oh, fair call. What about yourself there, Joseph? Anyone that's kind of stood out either in a good or a bad way for you so far? Um, I've got a bit of a controversial one, but I want to mention it as far as standouts. Like I noticed that the NBL used Mitch Creek in their promotional stuff. Um, and obviously, you know, he's been in the news in a negative way in the last sort of six months or a year, whatever it was. Um, yes. yeah. For better or worse, um, it shows, you know, people, I would have thought people would really bristle at that. They haven't yet, but it just shows a loyalty between, you know, employer in the NBL and employee in Mitch Creek that I, on that level, I, uh, I commended from the NBL. It's risky. Yeah, I appreciate mm, it. That's true. They're obviously backing him and everything, aren't they? What do you reckon okay, about yeah. that, Woods? A lot of people have actually spoken up that they're still plugging him and they shouldn't be because of exactly mm. what Joseph mentioned, what's happened recently. And, you know, you got to be a positive influence to younger people. Uh, as Joe said, you know, NBL isn't one of the, you know, premier, you know, codes in, in this country. So we need to sort of be good role models and good influences like like the man you're, you're 
this jersey you're wearing today and i'm i'm actually going to say I, i think they shouldn't be you know pushing him forward at all right because yeah. I, i know it's it's risky and 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 you know commend 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 them for the standing by him but at the same point there's young kids looking up to you and if all you need to do is do a google search and find out what he's been up to recently um tim paine's been in the news lately you know yeah, right. uh and 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 we know that um you know mitch creek has you know you can forgive transgressions but at the same point you got to set a good example right yeah. so no fair enough yeah good points there fellas um all right look i guess just in terms of the nbl um look we're recording this on a, on a friday so we're exactly two weeks away from the first game i think it's a double header on that first friday there in two weeks so look obviously we we're, we're all you know really looking forward to that and i think we've got a good season ahead um hey hey man robby yeah, one, yeah. one thing i just wanted to jump in there mm. man my kings are going to be good that's the other thing i wanted to say all right we are going to be good this year right i'm going to straight no, up tell you that i don't think there's any doubt about that man i think they they're definitely a top 4 chance i think they've got a very loaded roster there i mean we lost two out of the three blitz including a nail biter new zealand you know in our last well, game they were up most of that game weren't they against yeah, new zealand so put yeah. up put up the first 14 points of that game um but i wouldn't look too much into that all we've been you know running out some of our bench units so good to see angus glover healthy and playing yep. you know some some good basketball after you know uh he struggled lately with you know his luck with injuries uh you know Mateo Maker and Jalen Adams made their debuts uh in in the last game yeah. uh and they look great RJ Hunter is yet to play uh mm-hmm. Jordan Hunter's finger you know he's got an injury uh, he, he won't be taking the court at all in the preseason so um, he might miss the start of the regular season so basically I'm, I think a Mature Maker has also got a slight ankle niggle uh, he should be good to go over the season but what I'm saying it's nice to see everyone get some court time and you know once we have a, a full squad you know and these guys have got you know some burn in the preseason they're going to be better off for it and i think um i, I know we're going to get to our predictions later but you know i i'm putting my kings up there this year bro to, to to say, your, i'll be asking your, for an nba champion you might be saying their name at this stage take your wildcats what else am i going to say dog you know i'm going to say the wildcats no. can i jump no, in no. on that kings thing i just yes. want to say i man what i got from the blitz like another stand up from the blitz it's a pace race this this season every team seems right to want to go small every team and the city kings especially their pace at the blitz was just ridiculous like off the charts especially from where they were last year under adam ford pretty slow one thing i'll say mm-hmm. that i didn't like about them was the lack of poise down the stretch i i saw i've liked peyton sivir the moment that the breakers signed him i thought he you know kings are going to be a team that's quarter 1 through 3 playing that pace but can they close out a game and sivir showed them how to do it so i i am slight worries about kings but not yep. too much but All right, boys. So look, we're just going to go through these um sort of eight categories um now just obviously sort of get a, a little bit of an answer from everyone with our predictions there. So I thought we'd start with the the champion prediction there Woods. Um who have you got for us for that one? Well, I said earlier, man, you know, who else but Sydney, you know. I think that this is our year. We got a really good chance, a good squad, a stacked roster, uh you know, a coach with high pedigree. Um and you know, I'm always going to be the optimist. So I'm going to say Sydney, man. All right. No, good good call. Uh what about yourself there, Joseph? I have got Perth with an asterisk because um I feel like their preparations underdone. I don't I'm not mad about the bigs. Hodgson, Majuk there's a big question mark there. But also they're playing pace for the first time. They didn't play flex in the blitz. They were never going to. They're part of the sort of NBL NBA light thing they're going for. And if they push the pace, how's that going to suit Norton, Wagstaff, Kevin White? I'm not so sure, but it my answer still Perth. They've they've won it so many times. That's safe bet. No, fair call. Well, look, I'll probably shock everyone here and um I'm going to go Perth as well. Um look, probably about a month ago I wouldn't have said that. I would I would I was a little bit worried, but look after they got Frazier and and Hodgson, mm-hmm. I think they just sort of shored up the roster a bit there and I do like the talent. I think it's three really good imports there. There's some, you know, a mix of sort of some some veteran Aussie talent. We've got guys like Luke Travers who I really expect to have a big sort of breakout year and his first 
proper season. Now he's not a development player. So, yeah, I'm going to go the Wildcats for that one. I think the asterisk's also going to be Gleason gone now, right? You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, they got huge. a new coach. Gleason's a big huge. part of that influence there. So um, let's see how they, they go in a new system under a new coach as well. So, Good call. Yeah. All right. Well, next we're going to go on to MVP. So, look, I might start us off with this one. So I'm going to go Joe Chi for MVP. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a bit of a big call. Wow. Right? That is want... a massive I call, man. What the hell? Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to come out and just, you know, be a homer with Bryce Cotton or sort of maybe some of the other players there. But, yeah, I just I have a feeling he's in for a really big year. And, yeah, that, that's, my, that's my sort of uh, bold prediction for MVP. Um, what about you guys for that one? Go, Joe. Um, I've got Bryce Cotton or Peyton Siver. I think Cotton's going to put up the numbers because they're going to push the pace, but I think Siver's going to be the most poised point guard in the NBL. That's typically where the award goes, so that's where I'm at. Look, uh, maybe a hot take from me, but we saw how well John Mooney played with, with Bryce Cotton last year, and I think Vic Law is a superior player. You know, and I think he's going to do really well in that Perth Wildcats system. Um, it's a left field choice for me. But I'm, I've got Vic Law as the MVP if he can stay healthy this year. Right? I like it, mate. And how's that? You picking a Wildcats to win MVP and me not? Yeah, man. Yeah, What's man. What's going on? It must be like a freaky Friday <laughs> oh, or something, right? Yeah. No, all good. All right. Well, the next one, we sort of go on to the scoring leader. So we'll stay with you uh, for that one there, Woods. Who have you got for the scoring leader? I got the walking bucket from Tasmania, Josh Adams. All right. Someone's got to score on that team. And they're gonna, he's going to have the ball in his hand a lot. He's going to get a lot of shots. Um, and you know, he's, he's going to have a few 40 pieces this season. You know, I've seen him in preseason. Um, you know, they might not make the, the postseason, but they probably won't, but they're going to be better than people think. You know, Josh Majed is a, is a hell of a point guard. He's going to get Josh Adams the ball in, in, uh, in places he's, he's going to like, like it. So I'm going to go Josh Adams from Tasmania, man, as the, as the, as the scoring leader. No, it's a good one. And what about yourself there, Joseph? I, I had Tyler Harvey written down, but I'm going to change that answer because, man, Sydney are going to push the pace so much. I think it might be that RJ Hunter. Um, they're just wow. going to, I think they're going to play at a stupid pace and therefore they're going to score and therefore the scoring leader is likely someone from Sydney. Damn, RJ Hunter. That's, yeah, that's, cool. a, yeah. that's a hot take, man. You know, like being a Kings fan, right? Um, I thought he'd probably be a bit of a peripheral player and maybe be the third, third wheel on that team. But, yo, Joe, if you're right, man. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm actually going to take your Tyler Harvey that you originally said there. I reckon Tyler Harvey's going to win it this year. Um, look, he came, he was third in the scoring chase last year. I don't see sort of any reason why he won't be sort of right around that sort of mark there. So, yeah, look, I'll go Tyler Harvey for that one. Um, and look, with the six man award, I'll sort of start with that and sort of continue with the Hawks theme there. Um, a little bit out of left field. I thought for my six man prediction, I might try and find an import that maybe might not be starting. So, my pick for that is Xavier um, Rathan Mays from the Hawks, the Canadian. Um, the Canadians. So I don't have a lot to go off from that one. I liked how we looked in the you know the blitz so far. So yeah, he's he's my pick for for six man. Uh, what about you guys for that one? Yeah, so maybe I'll kick it off, Joe. So I'm going to go Jeremiah Martin, man. Your boy from New Zealand. He's been coming off the bench and he's been getting buckets, man. Right, and it looks like he's going to come off that bench uh, for for the majority of the season, play that six man role. I know in our New Zealand Breakers preview, you mentioned that Robbie that he'd probably be that six man. Yeah. Uh, and the guy guy like Josh Adams is a walking bucket as well, and he gets it done in a variety of different ways. So I'm going to go Jeremiah Truman. I'm sorry, Jeremiah Martin. My apologies <laughs> from from New Zealand. Yeah. I'm going to go with this one. It's hard to know who's going to come off the bench. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to know, I, I wanted someone who was definitely going to qualify. For me, I'm going Rob Lowe. Um, wow. Because, yeah, here's why. <laughs> definitely Finn Delaney and yet Wetzel are going to start, right? So you know that he's coming off the bench. So that's one thing. I at least know he's going to be eligible. 
And you might remember before the Webster brothers got there and hogged every possession that year before, towards the end of the year when they started to play well, Rob Lowe was on fire. Like, he's a really good pick and pop center. And I think he's going to come in. He's going to grab some rebounds. He's going to score some points. Rob Lowe, why not? Damn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A few more takes here from the host of the NBL Pocket Podcast, right, RC? Absolutely. I like that one as well. Yeah, Rob Lowe, you know, he's obviously – I love watching the guy shoot from the big man position. So, no, it's a decent one there. And Look, I think it's like we said as well. It is hard maybe not knowing 100% who will be coming off the bench. Um, I think we probably will find this season there will be quite a few imports that don't start as well, which is, you know, obviously with there being three imports now, there's more chance of that happening. So, all right. So, look, we're going to go on to Coach of the Year. Um, look, I'm just realising this might be three hawks in a row for me. But, um, look, I'll start with you. Maybe uh, this one, Woods, who, who you got for Coach of the Year? I got Adam Ford for Coach of the Year, you know, in, in Sydney, you know, probably wasn't a great fit for him. Cairns, you know, I think they're going to be better than people think. I know that they've started the preseason pretty poor, but once he gets an opportunity to, you know, stamp his, you know, you know his his authority on that team, let's say, and 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 teach them a little bit about hard work and, and dedication, which is what he's all about, then mm-hmm. I think Cairns are going to surprise a few people. You're going to see a lot of these guys develop under his tutelage, maybe a Kawat Nye getting a lot better this year under Ford. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Adam Ford. No, that's a good one. Well, look, as I said, I'm going with another <clears throat> another Hawks. I'm going to go with Brian Gorgian. Um, look, we know every every year that Gorge coaches a team in the NBL, they're going to perform well. So, yeah, I didn't sort of see anyone you know better to, to pick rather than Gorge there. But, um, well, look, we'll finish with yourself, Joseph. Who you got for Coach of the Year for this one? Dan Shamir. Um, you know, this award is about guys that improve. That team was bad last year. had a bad record. I think, you know, he'll be the architect of them. I've got him in the four. So to go from second worst, I think, or thereabouts to mm-hmm. the four, I think that's enough to get you the award. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, good stuff. I will go on to the Roy now, or the Rookie of the Year. Um, look, I might start off with this one. Pretty easy for me. Luke Travers. No real surprises there. Probably right, Woods. Um, who you got for that one? Is Luke Travers eligible because he was a yeah. DP last year, right? He absolutely is, yeah. So because it's his first actual contracted season, he's absolutely eligible to win that Rookie of the Year award. So, yeah, my money will Got it. Be well, I'm going to change my mind as well from what I had because I wasn't sure if he was eligible, and I'm going to agree with you on that. Luke yeah. Travers, Rookie of the Year, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah unanimous i think Ooh, first clean sweep yeah he's going to have a lot of minutes they're going to play up tempo so he's going to stat i, I think he's i didn't really see a contender to stop him Good yeah call. maybe i'll see deng you know your, your your guy from new zealand who you like robbie a little bit he's the next star i think he's eligible for the rookie of the year as well okay. maybe a sleeper right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, fair call all right so we've just got a couple left so look the defensive player of the year um we might start with we'll start with woody again for that one who you got for that one tahiri mccall you know from 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 the Cairns Taipans. This guy is a menace, man, right? Uh, he's won uh, all sorts of defensive awards in college and growing up. And, you know, he's averaging like three steals a game in college. He's a lockdown defender. Um, I think a lot of the pundits as well in the NBL have, have come out and said that he's going to be their defensive player of the year. And yeah. um, he's got that DJ Newble about him a little bit on the defensive end. So he's going to fit into that forward system. Um, it's going to be good for him. And I, I, I got McCall as, as the defensive player of the year. I'm, right. I'm agreeing with you there, Woods. I've got him as well. So it's unusual. We've actually agreeing on a few predictions here but um can we make it another clean sweep there joseph who you got i just to be different i'm gonna say sunday ditch i think they'd like to give this award to an right. australian it's named after mm-hmm. damian martin he's a damian martin protege um so you know he's a good player and and that mccarran backcourt they're gonna actually play some defense this year and maybe win a few games so sunday ditch. i like that like well they didn't give it to an australian last year joe they gave it to justin simon well, right so <laughs> how, how could they not though last year yeah menace, fair, fair yeah. call menace man yeah all right so i guess just for our last for our sort of nbl season predictions here we've got the mip the most improved award um look we might start off with joseph with this one who you got for for the mip for this season brian broke off 
Uh, yeah, did this on my pod a little while ago. He had a bad year. He only averaged, what, five, six, seven points per game. Didn't look good. Played half the games as well. I think this year he's going to be a 20-point scorer. That's that's an improvement. Good call. Yeah, what about you, Woods? Look, I got Joe Lual. Never seen a shot. I don't like it. Chul, right? Boy. 37 and 11, you know, in that first game. Jock Landale's out. He's going to start. You know, he's going to be given, you know, for the first time in his life, 30 you know minutes per game. Last year, he was like, what, putting up 9.5 points and five-odd rebounds, right? Mm. He's going to possibly be a 2010 guy this year, man, right? And mm. You know, he's he's really said lately that um, he went over to Summer League and didn't even get a game, right? And he was playing against all these guys in scrimmages. And he said, look, I'm better than all these guys. I belong in the NBA. He's got a point to prove. They've gone in with just the one import this year. Um, and he's going to get that opportunity to really play big minutes and show what he's got and showcase his talent to potentially make that leap and go over to the uh, United States. So I got I got Joe Luala Chul, man. Yeah, that's actually a really good one there, Woods. Maybe I could think about changing mine. Um, I actually went with one of your boys for this one. I went Angus Glover. Right. A little cool. bit out of left field. Nice. I thought that's I as, like good as, as good as anyone that could sort of get it. So, Well, I mentioned yeah. he's shown that in, in, in preseason that he's going to be a big part of the Kings offense this year. So, yeah. no. no what we might like do, that. we might sort of table these together and pull them out at a later date and sort of maybe check in later in the year and see how we went. But, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right, good stuff. All right. No, I'll enjoy that. So, look, I guess for the next part, um, we haven't done it for a couple of weeks, uh, right, Woods? We've got another uh, viewer question this week. We had had a couple that have come in. and We, look, obviously really appreciate sort of the questions coming in there. But, look, I'll, I'll read this one out, Woods, and maybe you can sort of take us away with a bit of an answer there. Sure. So, um, so look, the viewer question is from Jana. And, Jana, we really appreciate you, obviously, sort of your support and, and sending in the, the viewer question there. So, uh, Jana asks, hey, Woody and Rob, Loving the show, lads. Keep up the great work. Wanted to ask how you think Delhi will fare coming back home to Melbourne United. And do you think he still has a chance to make it back to the NBA at some point? Uh, Woods, what do you reckon about that one? Look, I mean, we covered this with Coach Ash a few weeks ago, right? And he said that, you know, um, money-making Mitch McCarron going out and getting Delhi in is going to be a downgrade for United, right? And we've seen him over the last few years. He's not the player that he was at all you know he, he's he's got a little bit slower he's changed that shooting technique of his um i don't even think he's going to be that effective in the nbl unless he can you know make a big big change and in, in improvement from what he's shown over the last few years we saw him in the olympics i don't think the nba is a possibility for him he could be more of that game manager role playing uh, you know, import in, 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 in the NBL. But even in the preseason, he's turning the ball over a lot. He's looking, you know, very iffy. So I would say no. I think he won't have a massive impact on the NBL. He's not going to be a first teamer or a second teamer. I would take a lot more point guards ahead of him. Don't put him in your fantasy team, guys. Do not put him in your fantasy team. I've got, a, I've got a follow-up question, I guess, for you there, Woods, as well, about Delhi there. How do you think his D will go? Do you think that will sort of translate to the NBL level like it did? Or he's obviously a very physical defender. Do you think he can sort of get away with some of those sort of tactics here? Well, we saw the Olympics, right? He wasn't able to stay, you know, you know, you know, in front of his man. You know, his men were driving past him and getting to the bucket easily, and to the point where they couldn't even play him that much anymore. Mm. I know he's comfortable with playing at the FIBA level with FIBA refereeing and rules like that, but he's thirty. But I mean, he's a lot older than that because his body's taken a lot of hits, and um, I, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think he'll be that effective as a defender. He'll be solid. He'll try hard, but uh, no, I, I don't think he'll be as good a, de a defender as we've seen, like the Steph Curry lockdown defender that he was in the mm -hmm. NBA playoffs some some years back, right? Five and I think years Joseph ago. Will, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. Joseph will agree with me on this. I, think. I agree with everything Wood said. And I'm going to use the word disaster. And here's why. Because this is a guy who's getting 700K of a salary cap of what? 1.1, 1.3 million. That's over half, depending on what it is. You're not going to get over half 
of the production. Like Bryce Cotton gets that much money, he gives you that much production. I don't think Del Vidova's going to do that. Nothing from that Olympic campaign, as you said, would he change my opinion of that? Um, yep. he, as far as him going back to the uh, NBA, uh, hopefully I'm still holding together. Um, man, he's 31, and he's got the wrong agent. He's with Bill Duffy of BDA Sports to get that handcuff contract he needs. He needs to be with Clutch, and he's not with Clutch. So, no, I don't don't think right. Good point. Good point. Yeah, true. All right, no, sort of. I, I pretty much sort of agree with everything there. Look, I am quite excited to see him play here. I think it probably will boost the game. You know, probably especially in Melbourne. There, we'll see maybe potentially a few more kids and everything going to the games there. But yeah, uh, yeah. Look, like Robbie, like sorry, to jump in there. And Jenna, it's it's more for what he's going to offer off the court than necessarily on the court. He's going to put bums on seats. Yeah. Little kids are going to be like Matthew Delivered over here. Can I get your autograph, etc. So it's it's oh, yeah. a nice. Um, thing to have for the NBL, you know, Joseph just said that, you know, his job's going to allow him to cover all the Delhi games. So he's going to get that attention on him. It's good for the league to have an absolute legend of Australian basketball back in the country yeah. and, and, you know, representing the brand of the NBL and basketball Australia. So I'll give him that. Yeah. No, good stuff. All right. Well, look, really appreciate that question there, Jana. Um, as I said before, thanks for your support, mate. We both uh, sort of really appreciate it. And um, yeah, guys, feel free to sort of send any more sort of questions or anything you'd like us to cover there. And we'll, we'll try and sort of cover those in a future episode. So, all right. So we're up to that part of the show again that um, that Woody gets all happy and starts um, getting like a bit of a kid for a few minutes there. So it's time for Hell the classic yeah. packs. Hell yeah. Um, so Woods, what do you got for us this week, mate? I'm excited well, for this. Sorry to interrupt there. I'm, this is, uh, well, I haven't done this in 10 years. We're back to the 91, <laughs> 92 hoops. Yep. Yep, and maybe you, want, maybe you want to tell the audience a little bit about your your communication with Lee Ellis throughout the week, man. I think that's that nice. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, look, I just um, obviously just sent a tweet, obviously, with the, the video link there, just sort of thanking Lee and obviously letting him know that we got a checklist last week. And as we sort of said last week, the rule, if you get a checklist, you rip it up into about five bits and throw it over your shoulder. So, look, I sent that off to Lee and yeah, straight away sort of got a response there. He said, great work, guys. Keep up the work and everything. So, yeah, that was a, a, a proud moment sort of hearing back That's from Lee. Right. So we'll make sure we copy him in any of those sort of future links, Wood, so you can see what we're doing there. All right, Woods, well, I can tell from the, the look on your face there, you've obviously pulled like a good first card in that pack. So, yeah, who you got for us? All right, all right. So the first card I got is one of the greatest bad boys of all time. Oh, wow. Bill Lambier. Great card there. He was um, referencing a BC Boys track back in the day, wasn't he? And I believe he's uh, he's been quite a successful coach in the WNBA there. So, yeah, good old Billy Lambier. That's a good one. Awesome. Sorry to jump in oh. there. Bill Lambert is one of the few guys who doesn't have a tape about him. You know, you got like Patrick Ewing standing tall, come fly with me, Jordan. I feel like there should be a Lambert one coming out, and I bet Netflix are going to steal my idea and do it. But anyway, <laughs> oh, that would be awesome, man. Like awesome. I'd like to know a little bit more about with it. With that Beastie Boys song as the theme music, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And nice. uh, I, I know you like this guy, man. Being, being a shooter yourself, right? One of the great three point shooters of all time. Chuck Person. Oh, you know I love the Rifleman, bro. Yeah, no, the Rifleman. I've got the his jersey rifleman. in one of those covers there, the Rifleman. Yeah, big fan of Chuck Person there. You're going to have to wear that jersey on an episode, bro. Yeah, I will I wear you, that one. I've actually like got it. the personalized one with the Rifleman on the back when they are doing oh, those nickname sick. jerseys. And I've got sick. his bobblehead too. So I yeah. uh, love, love Chuck Person. <laughs> All right. A great and underrated point guard of, of the 90s, Sherman Douglas. Oh, the Sherman. Sherm. The Sherm, baby. He had a yeah. decent career, didn't he? Yeah, he's he with, did have a good he's career. With the Nets, he played with the Celtics as well. But yeah, no, he had a, he had a sort of good time down. Looks pretty South heavy in that well. photo. Sorry yeah, he was always a little bit, little bit, um, bit chubby. The old Shermanator. Yeah, yeah. All right, I know you like this one, man. Milwaukee Bucks, Jack Sigma. Oh, mate, Jack Sigma, oh, the man. great free throw shooter, wasn't he? The big man there. 
You also had a bit of a career with the Sonics as well, Jack Sigma. So I'm already liking this pack better than last week's Wood. So maybe there's 91. You got a Sigma jersey, man? I actually don't. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I don't have a Sigma jersey. Okay, 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 okay. All right. I know you've been wanting this one for a while, man. Rookie of the Year, Special Edition, left-hander, DC. Oh, yeah. Derek Coleman. Excellent. Derek Coleman, Rookie of the Year card. you got to love that. DC was a a great player in the 90s, wasn't he? I know we're both fans of him as well. Hell, yeah. I do have a Derek Coleman jersey. You know that, man. Me too. Me too. (laughs) you got the champion one, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Great jersey, man. Great jersey. An absolute legend. You know, moved into the front office later um, and worked with many NBA teams, but very underrated player. Kiki Vanderway. Very good. Yeah. yeah. So Kiki with the Knicks Vandaway. there, it's funny. I sort of remember him sort of more, I guess, maybe with the Nuggets sort of early Nuggets, on. I remember him with the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. with the Knicks. Wow, that's a random one, isn't it? Yeah. All right. I know you're going to love this one, man. I know you're going to love this one. Olden Polynes. Oh, nice. Officer Olden Polynes. <laughs> Officer Olden Polynes. For the uh, viewers do you want to, and, and the audience, you want to tell them a little bit about what you mean by that? Yeah, so Officer Olden Polynes. We actually named our fantasy comp after him a couple of seasons. But yeah, a couple of years after he retired, he decided it would be a cool thing to sort of impersonate a police officer. And he used to drive around with a, a fake siren and a fake police badge. And he actually did that quite a few times and ended up sort of getting in, in quite a bit of trouble for that. So Officer Olden Polynes, we salute you. Definitely. And another player who was referenced in a rap song. I just can't quite remember which rap song, Robbie. Maybe you can remember. Terry Teagle. Oh, nice. Ooh. Which rap song was it? I'm not thinking. I can't, Maybe... I can't recall that one. I can picture Terry Teagle playing with um with Golden State with sort of Minute Bowl and you know, the Run TMC guys. But no, who's the track? Are you asking me because you don't remember or you don't? I don't remember, man. Okay. I, I know the verse, but you know, maybe Google it, bro. Let me know. All right. We'll get back to you on that one. All right. All right, this is one that I haven't heard in a while. I can't even remember if I have heard. Robbie, I mean, your knowledge is pretty good, but Randy Brewer from Minnesota? Big Randy Brewer. No, I definitely remember Randy Brewer. Yeah, he was about 7-1, I think. I think he was maybe with the, the Timberwolves from their very first season as well. So, yeah, it's a name I haven't heard for a while, but he was a, he was a big boy, wasn't he? He actually had a bit of a sky hook as well, Randy Brewer. So Yeah, 7-3, yeah. but close. And he was yeah, with Minnesota was from their first boy. season. Yeah. And then he went to Milwaukee and came back to Minnesota. So, mm-hmm. yes. Good knowledge, Robbie. All right. I remember this man. Big man. Mark West from the Phoenix Suns. Nice. Mark West. Yeah, I think he was with the Cavs before Phoenix as well at some stage. Is that right? Does it show Cavs on there? I think he might have been with them. How do I ever argue with this guy? Yeah, you know, I think he was know, drafted seriously. by them. But yeah, big Mark West. Yeah, Encyclopedia, he was a... man. Encyclopedia. <laughs> uh, all right. And we pulled this guy's card. It's not 19- Chris Ford again, is it? No, nah, no. Nah. In the 1991 hoops, we pulled this guy's card, and we know Jaden was a big fan of us pulling this card. But now I've got a special edition insert, all-star card, Clyde Ooh. the Glide Drexler. That's a nice one. Hell yeah. All right. This is not a checklist card, but it is a Golden State Warriors team card. I remember those ones. That's a bit of Run TMC there as well, isn't it? Run TMC, yeah. And I think they've got, um, yeah. I think, is it Billy Owens there as well? So I was wondering if that was a bit of Bimbo Coles in the background as well, maybe. Yeah. And it's nice to see a franchise that struggled for so long to have success in those days when we were growing up have now just turned it all around, right? And Absolutely. They things are totally have. different in uh, the Bay Area, right? Yeah, so. big time. Oh, my God. I, I cannot believe I just pulled this. Guys, Michael Jordan, 91-92 All-Star card. That's the first card you've pulled so far that actually might be worth something. You might have to get your Beckett out tonight, Woods, and have a look at the value on that one. 
That might be. It could be. Uh, yeah, it could I reckon be. it's probably about five dollars. Anyway, oh. did he send me the PDF <laughs> PDF file of the I most did recent send you that. Bro? I did, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I might have to look it up. Because that's funny, those old sort of 90s cards, the Jordan cards are pretty much the only ones that hold any value. Even a lot of the rookie cards that people thought were the great things there, they were so mass produced at that time there. They so, were. Yeah. It's more the eighties ones where you've got to get the value for those sort of rookie cards. Another team card, Utah Jazz. Nice. Two team cards. Yeah, name name some of the greats on the Utah Jazz in the ninety one season, Robbie. Uh, so what have we got so Stockton and Malone, maybe a bit of was Jeff Hornacek there that time. Yeah, Mark Eaton, yep. um, Thurl Bailey. Yep. Um, Wasn't Hornacek part of a deal with Barkley? Didn't Barkley go to Phoenix? Hornacek went from Philadelphia to over to Utah. Was that a free thing? I, I think you might be right, Joseph. I don't think ninety one, ninety two had. Hornacek was a perfect Utah Jazz looking player too, wasn't he? Let's face it. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, maybe even Corey Corey Crowder, you know, Jay Crowder's dad might have been on that yeah, early nineties well, team, right? He's like, back. Yep. yeah. That's so uh, you got Jimmy Rogers. Wow, he had some good hair, Jimmy Rogers, back in the day. He did too. Minnesota, yep. I think he might have been with Boston or something back in the day as well, but yeah. I think he passed away as well not too long ago, if I'm not mistaken. So rest in peace to Jimmy Rogers. And just to let you know, Robbie, because we're pulling all these cards, I ordered a brand new folder full of these little card sleeves so I can put all these cards in there. And when you (laughs) come out, you can go through them. I like that. So so what, so far I'm going to be pinching um, a Glenn Rice card. And was there another one? I think maybe Chuck just Person, man. Oh, Chuck, Chuck Person, Person, of course. Yeah, that's, that's and you know, I mean. we still have probably haven't had a Hawks play yet. We had Bobby Weiss, the Hawks coach, the, the legendary coach for those glasses back in the day, but no actual Hawks players. So let's make that our mission to get one of those in the coming weeks, right? Yep. Well, that's a pretty good segue, isn't it, Robbie? Yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, look, I did sort of tease it at the start. Um, we didn't have it last week. And you know, a few people were like, where's the Hawks talk? You're not doing this because they they've lost six in a row. But we're back. We've won three in a row now. So we'll get the time of recording. The Hawks are seven and nine. So I certainly placed a little bit better than they, they were sort of looking last week. Um, probably both of you will notice as well. I think Nate McMillan's got them playing a lot faster pace yep. um, this last sort of week or two. And I, I think that really that. suits the roster that they've got as well. So, yeah, how's your sort of take back? On the, on the boys the last week or two there was yeah it's good to to come back and and, and win some big games uh and you know as you said i think you texted me individually yesterday see kevin herder coming out of that slump and playing some good basketball has been been good for us so uh, i know you're happy there but i mean there is one little bit of bad news you know and i, I think that might cost us against some of the premier teams in the nba going forward and that's the the injury to to our man DeAndre Hunter, right? Yeah, so. that's pretty much our best on-ball defender there, isn't it? But yep. look, I know, you know, obviously we didn't have him for a large period of time last year, so I believe it's a right wrist injury that's going to keep him out for maybe around eight weeks. But Eight weeks, you yeah. Know, look, we did weather the storm last year. We are sort of pretty loaded in those wing positions there. You know, we can play, like you said, you know, Red Velvet can play a little bit more. Um, Cam can play a little bit more as well. And, you know, potentially this could even open up a couple of minutes for, for Jalen Johnson there. Maybe sort of get him so. a little bit more yeah. in the rotation. So, um, so what's your sort of take been on the on the Hawks there, Joseph. I know you were sort of going to sort of check out that game against the Celtics yesterday. What do you what do you sort of take on that? I just two things. First of all, first of all, Hawks have got the third worst defensive rate in the NBA. Um, so when you said they're going to pay up pay up pace, uh, you'd hope that's the case to eliminate that bad defense. But mm. this is a team high on its own fumes. Yep. They did well in the finals, one and eight, um, they're, and they've one and eight on the road. One win, eight loss on the road. They're partying too hard. Um, they'll they'll come good. I like their roster. It's plain as that. I like their roster and they'll come good. No, no, no. 
I like it. Look, I think in terms of the Hawks as well, they actually have the they have had the hardest schedule so far out of they any have, team yeah. in the league. So they've got a big sort of home run coming up soon. So hopefully they can get that record a little bit back to the 50% mark and kind of build on that. But yeah, I think that was probably the only thing that soured a good week, wasn't it, Woods? Was obviously Hunter's news there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's been... It's hard to take because he, he's so influential in, 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 in what we were doing. And and last year he was injured as well. So we thought having him back this year, eight weeks, hopefully we get him, you know, healthy towards the end of the, heading into the postseason. Also, the way the game's been called this year, guys like Chris Ball, Trey Young, Damian Lillard, it's been hard for them to adapt to the, the way the game's called. And and, and I think yeah. Trey's finally getting it, man. You know, he's he's, he's starting yeah. to figure out how to play um, and getting accustomed to the, the new officiating in the NBA. And you've, you've seen him put up some really good, uh, stat lines and 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 be influential in victories for us and his old running mate JC and him are starting to you know gel well together right so absolutely and look that game earlier this week it's you know it's obviously a few days ago now against the Bucks I mean that was one of the best games that I've seen Trey seen yeah, Trey agreed. play for yeah. quite some time so yeah that was sort of good to see that and look I think they're still sort of looking pretty happy we've sort of mentioned that you sort of you know watch the body language and those sort of things so I don't think yep. you know that that sort of start to the season has sort of you know sort of got any anyone too down or anything like that yet so no well look hopefully they'll build on that and look yeah we'll certainly continue to bring some hawks talk each week um hopefully yep. they sort of continue this streak anyway but we'll, we'll certainly keep uh, chatting about that so all right so look i guess that's sort of you know taking us a little bit towards the end of the show now so we'll just uh, i guess sort of quickly sort of wrap things up there so look as i said sort of earlier in the show just wanted to sort of thank everyone that has tuned in and that has been subscribing to the podcast um please you know if you are watching us on youtube um youtube hit the the like and most importantly the subscribe button there and you know if you are listening to it via a podcast there leave us a review leave us a five-star review on apple you know tell tell people what you're sort of liking about the podcast and, and obviously we'd sort of really appreciate that and look in terms of sort of where to find us there look i'll sort of run with those woods and let everyone know yeah. where we're sort of at there so um look obviously our, our twitter it's throwbacks hoops so that's the twitter handle there so yeah we're enjoying sort of the twitter content and you know putting pictures of our jerseys and, and all those sort of things um with our instagram there um so the instagram is throwback.hoops and of course our email address there if you want to sort of send any questions or anything like that is throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com now, Woods, you also wanted to give us your, your TikTok there, mate. Yeah, TikTok, Woody underscore V83. Uh, you know, I talk a little bit about the content on the episode, etc. And uh, um, there's a link to our, our uh, YouTube channel there as well. So for the younger audience who actually are, are TikTok subscribers, you can find me there. Thanks, Good stuff. You guys got Patreon that, too, right? We got Patreon. We got Patreon. We haven't we haven't kicked it off yet, really, too much. I think you're our only uh, Patreon supporter at the moment, Joseph. Thank you very much for that. But uh, yes, that's 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 uh, that's one thing we got to uh, push a little bit more. And yeah, you can find Throwback Hoops on Patreon as well. So yeah. good stuff. Well, look, I just really wanted to sort of thank Joseph as well. Um, I think Joseph is going to be calling TPG tonight just to maybe see if he could look at maybe upgrading his NBN there. But look, we absolutely <laughs> have loved having you on there, mate. Um, we'd love to have you sort of back again, you know, later in the season. We really, I think as Woody said earlier, we just sort of appreciate that sort of support and sort of being able to lean on someone where obviously it's, yep. you know, very early days for us with sort of doing these, these podcasts and these shows. So yeah, just obviously wanted to really thank you. And, and yeah, how did you enjoy yourself on the show, mate? Loved it. You know, I don't do video stuff normally. We just do the uh, the audio. Um, but yeah, I think next time my internet's that bad, it's probably better just doing this with a tin can, a bit of string. But, um, yeah. <laughs> nice. You can draw a face or something like that for us. Don't worry, Joseph. Robbie's was just as bad till I told him to get this long Ethernet cable and plug it in. And now he's good. You know right? what? So, yeah. That's the secret. That's the secret. Next yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, I'm talking like I've always had good internet, right, Woods? Mine was pretty terrible oh, a few man. weeks ago. So, um, and also, Joseph, just sort of let us know if you can where sort of the, the audience can sort of find you there and just you know, give you give a bit of a, a plug for yourself there. Do indeed. NBL Pocket Podcast at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, and then my Twitter is at NBL Pocket Pod, P O D. And then on Patreon as well. Just type in the same stuff. Uh, we really appreciate you having having uh, coming on the show today, Joseph, and obviously all the support you've given us there. So, um, yeah, look, it. I just wanted to really sort of thank everyone from the Throwback Hoops crew for, for tuning in. Um, and just a, a bit of a sort of a tease as well. Next week, we've got another very big name of Australian basketball. I'll give you a bit of a clue. He makes my moustache, which is pretty bad already, look even worse than it is. So that's the clue I'll give you guys for next week. So, all right, Woods, you got any words for us before we leave there? No, no, not much, man. I had a lot of fun today. You know, great to have JC on the show. Hey, JC, am I still getting an invite to that Christmas party or what? You know, the moment I get the invitation, you'll be the first one. I will CC you in it, that's promised. All right, homie. That could be dangerous for everyone with you guys going out again. But uh, Robbie, uh, you're going to yell at me again, man. I know you are, I probably right? Probably will, yeah. probably will. <laughs> All right, no, I really appreciate it there, guys. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And one love from Thank Throwback you. Groups. Much love. See ya. <laughs>